Hello. Thanks for connecting to the teachings of Prophet Lovi Elias. May you be blessed by this teaching and may your life never be the same. To get the most value from this word, empty your heart and be ready to receive. If you have been impacted by this ministry and want to sow into it, please visit prophetlovi.com or revelationchurchla.org. Now here's our prophet, Dr. Lovi Elias. 1 Chronicles 29 verse 11. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. You may be seated in heavenly places. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So catch this by the Spirit of God if you can. Uh, You need to understand that everybody always says faith for the impossible, but faith in nature is already impossible. So there is no such thing as faith for the impossible because faith itself is not in dimensions, faith is not in levels. Faith is measured by your capacity. So faith is not, there is no such thing as a greater dimension of faith. It doesn't exist. To be honest with you, you already possess the greatest faith that you ever possess and it will never become more. The problem is your knowledge of the faith you have is lacking. One day you woke up and you decided that I am a sinner, I want Jesus. You lifted your hands and you said, Oh Lord, I repent of my sins. Jesus, come into my life. Change me. Make me all that you want me to be. Live in me. Write my name in the book of life. And you said, Amen. And you got up with the greatest assurance. Knowing that if I die now, I am going to heaven. If I was, if the rapture happens, I am being taken. Your faith was enough to save your soul, which is the most precious thing in creation. But it's not enough to give you a car. It's not enough to buy you a house. It's not enough for you to change situation. It means your faith is misplaced. You choose to use faith when you understand and you fail in using faith when you don't understand. But faith is not in dimensions. Faith is the same. Is it not more difficult to believe that right now if you die, you have never died? Or maybe you have died. You have never died. You have never been buried. You don't know what happens after. What guarantees you that you're going to heaven? What if people just go into nothingness? What if you just cease to exist? But you are assured there is a joy that entered you. There was a confidence that came upon you. You said, no, I know for sure that if I am absent from the body, my spirit and my soul will be in the hands of God. I am delivered from hell and the grave. Why? That means that if your faith is enough to ensure not only your salvation, It is enough to ensure that one day this same body you have will be resurrected from dust. Why can't you receive a house? 
Why can't you receive good health? Yet you have already used you have already used the pinnacle of faith. Because everything else you desire can be achieved by man's strength. Let me go to somebody else. Let me go to somebody else. Everything that you are struggling with can be achieved by man's strength. Even an unbeliever can achieve it. But what is impossible for man to do, you already entered into it and you got it. But you don't have the ability to transfer the same method to everything else. May God deliver us from foolishness. Amen. If you're not clapping, you're the one I'm talking about, by the way. So there is the problem because we try to preach faith so complicatedly. And it, to me, I always look and I'm like, ah. What are we doing? If you have faith like a mustard seed. You never even started with the faith of a mustard seed. The Bible says that the, the, and now the faith that I use, I use the faith of the son of God. It means I can use your faith. It means you can use my faith. Ah, uh, you didn't catch it. No, some of you missed it. I don't know if you heard what I just told you. Paul is saying, and the life that I now live in the flesh, I live through the faith of the Son. He said, I'm not using mine. Faith was never about you. Faith is a revelation of him. Okay, let me... Maybe this is too deep for other people. Let me go to my message. Because if you understand this faith has become easy. This is why you're memorizing too many scriptures and nothing is happening. Because you think it's in the mastery of John this this. And it is written. Mm -mm. It can be written. It doesn't mean anything for you. What does it apply to you? Because scripture must be personalized. If it's not personalized, it doesn't matter. When you read the Bible, do you see yourself or do you see John? Do you see Mark? Do you see Peter? If it's still talking about other people, then you are not getting anything. Glory be to God. <laughs> Glory be to God. Now listen carefully. It says, uh, uh, go, go back to my uh, uh, chronicles, please. I, I, I want you to, 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 to capture this, and I pray that this enters you. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power. You see, The Lord Jesus spoke to his disciples and said this. Go and tarry in the upper room. Don't leave Jerusalem. Until when the spirit of God shall come upon you. You shall receive power. And then you will be my witnesses. You see, we confuse that verse because we don't understand why Jesus is backtracking on something. The Lord had already sent them to preach. They had been preaching before. 
but they were witnessing about a man that they were with. Are you listening to me? So everything they did was because of the man that they were with. Now Jesus is about to depart. He says, listen, no one can minister for me unless they can be a witness that sees me. Sees my ability. Others will not see, but you will see. You cannot speak about me without me being there. Amen. You are not going to be witnessing about me. You'll be talking about something that happened in the past. But you will not be talking about something that I can do now because I'm with you. So now you have to understand that to witness for God, the reason why we have testimonies, somebody that can give a testimony or a witness is somebody that was present when whether a crime or something good was happening, but they were there to see it happen. Are you listening to me? Jesus said, you will be my witnesses. It means I will stand in a place. They will not be able to see me. But you see me. And when you are speaking to them, you will be a witness of what is happening. Amen. Come on, teaching good. So in order, you, you have to understand that power... Uh, I, I feel like now you're getting it now. That is why the Bible says it like this in Mark 16, 17. And this son shall follow them, blah, 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 18. And the Lord went with them, confirming th- their words by signs that followed them. You see, for you to be a witness, it means you are the middleman. You are a mediator. Others, Jesus said it in John. Listen, in a little bit, the world will not see me, but you will see me. Now, understand this and understand this profoundly. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power. You can have the Holy Spirit, but you lack the power. I'm sorry to tell you this, but it is the truth. You can be renemenemesata. He came driving in a Honda. Russia. There's one tongue that I, I feel like every black church speaks. <laughs> I am never able to really say it, but that, that's for another day. <laughs> are, are you catching me? You can have the Holy Spirit and lack power. Because you have to understand that power is definitely in levels and dimensions. Power functions in levels and dimensions. Power functions in levels and dimensions. Even though we have been given access, I can tell you that you have this and this in the next room. Unless you make yourself available to go to the next room, you are empty. You can believe all you want. 
You can pray all you want. Until you go to that place, you are still empty. Power indeed functions in levels and dimensions. Indeed. And the greatness of God is also measured in power. Because you cannot say somebody is great without the influence of changing things. If somebody has the potential to do things, we don't say you are great. We say you have potential. You could be. Not you are. Right now, each and every one of you, you are already in power, but in the human capacity. Some more than others. There are some that are stronger physically than others. There are some that are faster than others. There are others that are more intelligent than others. Your ability is power. I want you to remember that. Your ability is power. Look at your neighbor say, your ability is power. Your ability is power. I can't hear you. Your ability is power. That is why when they are recruiting soldiers, they will see if you are fit for the army because there is a standard that you need to be within. Because if you are not within that standard, you will be a liability. You will not be an asset. So, indeed, for different kinds of labors, like all hard labor, heavy labor, and all that, is always done by men. But if you go to education, you go to the medical field, you will see more women, right? All of them are difficult, but the physicality of men doesn't mean that women can do it, but men are better built for that. So your ability is the measure of natural power that you already possess. So when we are talking about the power of God, we are also talking about the ability that God himself possesses. Now, the Bible says it this way. It says, is there anything too difficult for God? The word difficult there means, is there anything that God cannot do? So the moment you look at a situation and you say, this one is impossible. This one needs this. I need to pray more. It means you have entered into your power, not his. Good, that's good. I don't know if you can hear me. I don't know if you can hear me. Whenever something looks big, it means that you are, you see, challenges happen like this. Challenges always show up to show us where we are. The Bible says it like this. We are seated in heavenly places where Christ Jesus above principalities, powers, Above every wicked power, we are seated above. Some of you are seated about principality, uh, above principality. Maybe you have not seated above powers. Because all these are dimensions. All these are levels. But whenever you look at a situation, and the situation looks bigger than you, it means you need to change dimensions. Yeah. 
it doesn't mean that you are weak because you are never supposed to be the one to do it anyway. I don't know if your eyes are opening now. Yes. Because if God is the one that can do all things, why am I trying to do all things? The Bible says that all power belongs to him. It means there's some power that he will not give you. Because if he gives you, then what is the point of God? Because God's... Listen to me. God's master plan is continual reliance on him. He will empower you. But remember, uh, there is no democracy in heaven. Uh, Some of you think God is a democrat. He's not. That is why it's called a kingdom. There's a sovereign king. What he says is law. He was not elected. He will not be overthrown. He doesn't have a successor. It's just him. Amen. Amen. God is a benevolent dictator. I know you don't like that word, but it's true. Hey, I have put two roads before you. Life and death. Choose life. Did you really give me a choice? (laughs) Is his way or the highway? Whichever way doesn't change him. So if God is power itself, He has deliberated power to us based on the assignments. But there is a time in your life that you meet something that what you have been given is not enough. Let me me find somebody that I can talk to. There are places you get to in life. You've been able to take care of things, take care of things, take care of things, take care of things. But you reach a certain place. What you used to do no longer works. But you can help everybody else, but you cannot help yourself. You can pray for everybody else, they get answers, but you can't get answers for yourself. Amen. You can shake up everything else, but I feel like the overflow are the only ones hearing me. You are able to do everything else, but you, you hit a wall. This message is actually for you. This is good. It's good. I said this message is for you. Amen. 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 You see, the problem is when you have exhausted every human capacity, it means that God is calling you onto higher ground. Amen. Amen. The issue is many of you want to continue where you used to be. Come on, teaching good. So God has to show you that what I gave you has reached its limits. The Lord has to make you aware that, okay, what you could do is this far. Now, you need to enter into another dimension. 
Now, I'm going to tell you this and, and, and please bear with me. There is a dimension called the God dimension. When you enter this dimension, you are no longer operating with the mastery of what you are given. Now you are working as an executive of heaven, walking alongside with God. Woo! That now the things you are doing is no longer in the faith or the ability that you have, but now it is completely reliant on him yes. and his capacity. Amen, amen. You see, when Moses left Egypt, when they got before the Red Sea, he told them, my guys, let's camp. Let's see what the next move is. This is where many of you are. You had a big breakthrough. Bah! You walked and then you got before the sea. You're like, okay, we are here. We have some things that can sustain us, but this is not home. And then God goes and revives the Egyptians. He says, go get them. Sometimes in order for God to make you change levels, he will allow your enemies to pursue you. Amen. Come on. I know some of you don't like it, but it's true. The Lord will allow your enemies to pursue you. Not so that they can destroy you, but so that you can feel pressure. Yeah, that's good. Because unless you are pressurized, unless there is pressure on you, you don't see. You see, some of you, it's like, okay, let's pray. <clears throat> Father, I know you are my father. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that prayer. It is good. When I pray for you today, mm, Father, do it, Lord. Oh. There is a place God will break you up. That you will not be father, you'll be daddy. <laughs> you have to lift your hands like this for him to pick you up. Amen. Moses is before the Red Sea. They were comfortable. No one was praying. They were, okay, we left Egypt. All of a sudden, the Egyptians are coming. People forgot all the songs they were singing. The song of Joseph that they were singing. They forgot it. The, the song changed. Moses, you brought us here to die. But when Moses prayed, God rebuked him. Say, why are you praying? What is the prayer for? Stretch your hands and go through. You see, some of you, your issue is that your eyes has deceived you. Because your eyes have shown you something to be great. You did not use the eyes of the spirit to see yourself. To know that you're greater than what is before you. Come on, teaching good. When Moses stopped before the Red Sea, God was surprised why they stopped. Moses prays, God says, why are you praying? Stretch your hands, part the sea, tell them to go through and then the Egyptians will go in there and then they die. God did not want to be involved. Because the 
capacity was already given. So, there are two things that God has to do. When pressure is laid on you, it forces you to see what is inside of you. Many of you are not able to change levels or dimensions because there has not been pressure enough either to reveal what you have or either to reveal what you don't have. Uh, I feel like I'm only speaking to a few people. Good. Last night, for those who watch live stream, I did a late one last night and I spoke about the battle axe. I spoke about the battle axe. Anyone that didn't watch it, please make sure you watch it. It's crazy. It's uh, it's, it's crazy. (laughs) By God's grace, maybe I will do part two, but we'll see. But it's it's crazy. It's extremely crazy. But one thing that you discover is this. You discover that you are waiting on God, but God is waiting on you. And you're using more effort because you're not sharp. God's job is not to sharpen you. God's job is to wield you. Are you listening to me? If you didn't watch live stream, make sure you have your notification on YouTube. I'm very random. So, so, so capture this and capture this by the spirit of God. Some of you, God is forcing you to see what is inside. And some of you, God is forcing you to see what is not inside. Because some of you have an illusion of what you have, but in reality, you don't have anything. So good. That's good. And some of you have something, but you don't even know that you have something. That is what the Bible says, all things work for what? I can't hear you. You're good. For what? You're good. It all operates to take you to the place of promise. So now you need to understand that power operates by your consciousness. Your consciousness, meaning that your ability to be present in the truths, the realities of what God has done, determines what power you can use from him that he has not given. You see, there is a bunch of such high, are you listening to me? Such high level of power that God has given man access. But there are some that are not consistent because those ones he has preserved for himself. Are you listening to me? He's reserved it so that you can rely. Because if he lets you control that, you have become God. And he can't let that happen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You will become dangerous, dangerous. But there are some things you will know that you lack. That he needs you to rely on him. One of them is raising people from the dead. That one, 
you can pray all you want. If he doesn't want to send them back, you're not doing anything. Jesus said, go and raise the dead. Okay? Heal the sick, raise the dead. Truly, you can raise the dead. But that dimension, you have to be on the inside. It's not just a matter of uh, in the name of Jesus. Mm -mm. You have to be at a certain place where you... You you remember how Elisha prayed? He said, Lord, how can you take this child when I'm in this house? Please give back his spirit. And then God was like, all right. Notice he didn't say, in the mighty name of Jesus, life! The devil didn't do it. (coughs) Are you getting what I'm saying? So you can't rebuke life back or, 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 or shout life back into somebody. That one is up to him. You have to talk to him. Uh, please release it back. Then he says, yes, you pray, then the person comes back. <coughs> but just life, I speak life. Are are you getting what I'm trying to say? Is this making sense? So pressure is what produces the power for the impossible. Let's look at a scripture really quick. Ephesians 6.10. Ephesians 6.10. I'll be done quite quickly. Don't worry. Ephesians 6 and 10. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I, I, I want you to, 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 to remember what you are listening to because your situation is just provoking you either to change your dimension or either to bring out what is inside. Amen. Do you have it? Please read because that, I don't know Ephesians what Ephesians 6 10. Uh-huh. Finally, my brethren, uh-huh. be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Notice, you are being advised to be strong in him and his power. So the problem is, we use what we have. And when it doesn't work, we stop. But we don't understand that God is calling us now into a higher place. Where now we are no longer only using what is inside of us. But we have access into him. Yes. And to use him to carry out. Yes. Man. Let me explain it this way. The Lord Jesus explained it this way, the best way. He said, unless you are in me and I in you. Can I be honest with you? Many of you, the reason why you are limited is because you just want God to fill you. But you have never filled him. Some people, they missed it. Jesus said, unless you are in me and I in you. So the first thing that you need to do is be swallowed up in him. And then he will pour himself also into you. Amen. The problem is we just teach one dimension of this. Father, fill me up. Lord, fill me. Jesus is also saying, uh, when are you going to fill me? Uh, I feel like you're still not catching it. 
The same way he has poured himself into you, God needs you to pour yourself into him. So every time you are in the position of losing yourself, it is an opportunity for that part of you to be poured into him. Man. Man. You didn't catch what I'm saying. I, I pray that this is entering you. Every time that one part cannot carry out something, it means it's time to give it to him because unless it is in him, you can do nothing. So God is calling that aspect, that dimension of your heart, that dimension of your ways to be given to him. Surrender is not to be feeling him. Surrender is like, okay, I will not resist. But you are not in motion. I surrender. Mm. We are professional surrenders. Or surrenderers. I surrender. Oh, mm. oh Father. All oh, to thee my. Bless. And we feel it. But to surrender doesn't mean that you are in him. Jesus prayed, you know, the real Lord's prayer was before Jesus ascended. It's not in Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 should be how the Lord taught them to pray. The Lord's prayer, his own prayer for the disciples was different. Father, I am not praying this so that you take them out of the world. I am praying so that you can keep them. And that they can be one with you as me and you are one. That we can be united and become one. Them and us to be in, inside each other. That was his real prayer. That is the Lord's prayer. Do you get it? That is the, actually the Lord's prayer. But notice his prayer was so that you can be in him. And him in you. That was actually his prayer. Because our limitations... Is because if, let me give you an example. When the Lord Jesus, when, when, when uh, 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 Philip, I believe it was Philip, is he the one that disappeared from one place and appeared another place? Philip and even Elijah, they touched this dimension. Philip is going somewhere. He sees an Ethiopian man reading scripture. He goes, he tells him, do you know what you're reading? He said, no, I don't know. He explains to him, he preaches to him. The man says, why can't I be baptized? There's water right here. He said, no problem. He takes him in the water, baptizes him, prays for him. When the man turns, Stephen is back in the city. Whenever people were looking for Elijah, and Elijah say, meet me here. They'll say, Elijah, no, 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 no. Don't tell me, meet me here. Because I may just come and the spirit of the Lord will take you. We don't know where he will take you. So don't send me and then I get killed because I say you're here and then you're not here. You see, there are certain things when you start doing it is no longer in human ability. It is now in the power of God. Amen. Amen. It is now in the power of God. There was a day, I, I wish uh, we could get Prophet EJ. I was with Prophet EJ and we were driving to the gym. He was taking me to the gym. And we are in the car talking and we are driving. 
and the conversation was so deep we literally missed our exit i said man we lift up we missed our exit and we are looking at it i'm like ah now we have to go all the way around while we just drove two seconds the exit appeared again We looked at you. <laughs> we were on the phone. We hung up the phone. <laughs> because he was with me in the car. I don't know. I can't remember who we were talking to. We just stopped the, the phone. We just looked at each other. We parked on the side and we just bowed our heads for two seconds. Said, God, you, are, you know. We worship God for two seconds. And we kept thinking. Literally, we are missing. This is our exit. Missing. And I think every exit is like a mile or so, right? So, ah, we miss it. I'm like, ah, man, we just missed it. Driving again, it appeared right there again. And when it appeared, it wasn't like, now it's time to exit. We were already on the ramp, like, exiting. And I bumped him. And he looked at me and said, Is, it, did it just happen? You see, that wasn't because we did it. And it wasn't even like going to the gym was that important then. I wasn't preparing for anything. We we're just going to work out. What am I trying to explain to you? That whosoever shall speak to this mountain. Every time you see mountains in scripture, it says, Who makes the mountains to quake? It is the Lord. Who has the ability to move oceans? It is the Lord. So the pressure you're feeling, the difficulty you're facing, what is it provoking in you? Amen, amen. Has it revealed your limitations so that you can receive a new capacity? Amen. What has it done in you? Are you listening to me? For you to be closer to God, you need to know God more. And to know God more, you cannot know him without being a witness. For you to be a witness, there must be power. And for there to be power, there must be a problem. Because if there is no problem, how can you know his greatness? Those who are clapping, you have already broken through. Amen. Amen. I receive. Greatness. The greatness of a man is seen when he overcomes challenges. The power of a man is known in resolving issues. For you to get to where God wants you to get to, I'm sorry, he will give you problems. I'd rather have problems from God than the devil because Amen. from God I know I'm growing. 
Some of you didn't even clap well because you are like, <clears throat> hold on one second. Hold on one second. One second. I, I pray thee, one second. Some of you didn't even clap because your understanding of God is so small. Do you realize that the disciples had more problems when they received power than before? They faced more hardships. They faced more challenges. But through that you get Peter getting to a level that is shadow. By the time you leave this place. Just because you show up. Yes. I, I, I don't know if somebody can hear me. God allowed them to go and preach in the temple. See, see, two seconds, two seconds, two seconds. God allowed them to go and preach so that they can get whooped. And when they get whooped, it's an opportunity. They went, they said, Peter realized that I need more controversy in my life. He said, Father, look at what they have done to us. Because we raised somebody that could not walk. Father, stretch your hand even more. Your hand, not what you have given me. Notice, when he healed the man, he said, what I have. When he went back with his brothers to pray, he said, Father, stretch your hand. That they will know that you raised Jesus. Yes, Mm. yes. They adopted another dimension of power. Amen. They entered into the right hand of God. They touched another level. They removed. You make it sweet. I, I, I'm trying, Apostle. I'm trying. (laughs) Ah. Listen to me. The Peter and them, they said, ah, what we brought out, when he went to the man, he said, "Ah, silver and gold I don't have, but what I have. Rise up. He grabbed him, pulled him up. The guy walked. They got whooped. He said, ah, if my capacity has already spread the gospel. Mm. And they whipped us. This is an opportunity. Lord, look at what they have done to us because of your son. Your holy child. Now, Father, we pray. Not what I have. Stretch your hand. You notice from that time, these ninjas became different. (laughs) You are about to become different. I receive. You are about to become different. I I receive. 
You are not even celebrating where you're going. Amen, amen, amen. Sit for two seconds. The issue is I have 13 minutes and I will be done. Literally, I'm looking at the clock. The, the problem with Christianity is we have reduced it to this. Just, you, you know, I, I always see this on comments on my videos when they see people healed, delivered. It's always, and it is always Christians. It, it is crazy to me. Even people that don't carry the truth. Okay, people that don't gar- carry the truth. A thief will defend his friend. The Pharisees and the Sadducees will fight for each other. Buddhist Muslims, they will fight. Christians, ah. There is no kingdom more divided than the kingdom of God. It is crazy. Yet, like recently I did a small post. And, and I, post, I said, listen, if you are a prophet or you, if you are a young minister, the prophetic is not for you to just call names and details. I can do, listen, I can do that 24-7. It is not necessary. It is good. If I cannot bring up the problem and find the problem and solve it, then add all these names and stuff to show you that it's really God. If there is no solution at the end, it's pointless. Do you know that, and I said that prophecy at the end of the day should bring somebody to the dependence on God, reliance on God, and true repentance, and a return to their first love. There is no clearer Christian statement than that. Somebody still responded. Uh, that's what it is for sure. And the people who always respond, if you, you know, I realize that ugly comments come from people. <laughs> Just open their profile picture, you'll be shocked. <laughs> you will understand why they have bitterness. Everything about their life is not beautiful. Oh, this is true. I really understood the, 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 the term that God don't like what? Ugly. Everything is just dark. You just go open. They always have like two, three pictures. No friend requests. It's just dry page. Dry. What I'm telling you, trust me. I bet you go on my Instagram, go on my Facebook Go on, on TikTok, go on YouTube, go on anything. Whoever is complaining, just click their profile, you will see. <laughs> this is real. I, listen, you know, I don't, what I'm telling you is real. It is so true. You will never see somebody that is doing well have time for this. Right, right, right. Amen, 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 amen. amen. We are not saying everybody will agree with us, but some statements. Somebody was complaining, no, trying to teach me what prophecy is. You've never prophesied. I said, okay. He said, okay, uh, uh, 
Prophecy is not about digging into issues and solving. It's about edification, exhortation. I said, so how can you exhort somebody, comfort somebody without knowing what is going on with them? Some things is just common sense. But do you know why they are thinking like that? They are speaking from their capacity. They have never been a witness for what God is doing. Amen. Amen. You deliver people quickly. Why is this deliverance not lasting long? <laughs> the other day I was sitting down and I was talking to, I was talking to, I think, Luke and them. And I was like, I, I even thought of Leanne. I said, do you guys know how many hours I used to spend delivering people? Until Mr. Achopo used to make fun of me. Come on! <laughs> Have you ever casted out a devil until your voice has dried up? JT, you remember this. But it's not because power was not there. I had, I had exhausted a capacity that I did not know that there was somewhere else to go. And this happened to me too. And when I realized that, uh, now one minute, two minutes, great men of God are spending sessions to deliver people. This is fake. Two minutes. So you want somebody that has suffered all their life. You don't think it is right for them to be free in two minutes. You know, we are wicked without even knowing we are wicked. You want to prolong somebody's suffering instead of celebrating, Lord, it happened fast. Yes. Ah. We prayed until we had no voice. Until there was no voice. I always remember one time there was a, 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 a Brazilian woman. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Liana will probably remember this. There was a Brazilian woman that had come. And I was praying for everybody else. And I came by her. And the Lord told me, just touch her and walk. Don't pray for her yet. So I touched her. And immediately, ah, you don't know who I am. We are 66,000. And you, you are nothing. We will finish you in my heart. My heart is... <laughs> Lord, what have I done? <laughs> but I just ignore work. And when I came back to her, literally, somebody pushed her down. No, no, we couldn't see. You remember we could see the hands of somebody holding the person down. You could see handprints on the side. And the spirit started saying, if Michael was not here, I would have killed you. So we ascend into other realms of power by our consciousness of understanding that we are to be strong in his power. 
when I do something that God has given me in my capacity and I can no longer do it, or what I can do can no longer solve this, I no longer rely on what he has given me. I change the laws of engagement. The problem is you are doing the same thing you did in 1906. You are in 2022 hoping that it does something different. Same formula of prayer. Same manner of prayer. Oh Lord my God. The blood. Next week the blood. Ten years later the blood. Nothing but the blood. It flows. It cleanses. Nothing is happening. God is looking at you saying hey. Can you move? The higher you go spiritually, the beings you engage with are also different. So you cannot use what you use for other ones, for these new ones. Whoever came up with this thing, new level, new devils, is true. There will still be less than you. But there are certain things you cannot do. There are certain things you cannot do that you used to do at another level. The new thing you do will cover even the old ones because now you are at a greater capacity. Let let, let me give you one more scripture. One more. 2 Peter 1 and 3. 2 Peter 1 and 3. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. One, two, three. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Notice this. Power is available to give you everything, but it will only work according to your knowledge. And that knowledge is not new scriptures. How much are you sold to what God can do? How much are you sold to what God can do? Please turn off the air. It's cold. How much are you sold to what God can do? When you want to believe for something... Do you believe according to your faith or do you transcend your faith? You know, you know, there's a scripture that I love that I shared with Mike a few years ago. The Bible says it like this. Even if my heart condemns me, God is greater than my heart. So my heart is okay for my heart to doubt. As long as I go to his faith, even if my heart cannot take it. So good. Now, you didn't hear what I just told you. That is how I can use my faith to help somebody. Because I am overriding your heart. Because the capacity God has given me is greater than your heart. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, in the same way, my heart can feel like it is impossible. But when I look at God's ability, 
and I know nothing is impossible with him. Then I put myself in that equation and that situation in that equation of nothing is impossible with God, then it becomes possible. Amen. With man, it is impossible. With doctors, it is impossible. With your work, it is impossible. With your energy, it is impossible. Amen. With your wisdom, it is impossible. With all the powers of men, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So ask yourself this. Today I kept my word. Stand up. One minute we are finishing. Because JT is here is looking at me strange. Now I'm blaming it on him. I'm just kidding. Look at his smile. He means it though. What is impossible with man? God never said it will be possible with man. He says it is possible with him. There are situations and there are places you are in your life that needs you to come out of yourself and enter into him. Amen. Amen. Unless that can happen, you will still be waiting for something that God has made possible. You will still be waiting for something that God made available. According to his divine power, he has made all things pertaining to life. What is it that you need in your life? His power has made it available. The problem is, do you have the knowledge of who has made it available? Do you know his ability to do it? Because faith is simply information. Uh, Let me reverse engineer this for you to understand. Faith is information you believe. Faith does not necessarily have to do with God. Faith is completely being sold out to something and acting on it. That's what faith is. Some of you, your issues don't change because your faith is so much in the impossibility of your issue changing. That is faith. But in a negative way. It is 100% faith. If you could... Believe that it is impossible to the, pro- to the level that it has actually become unmovable. Just reverse engineer the same thing. I, I don't know if you can hear me. Just reverse engineer the same exact thing. Many of you are stuck because your faith has already declared, I will never come out of this situation. Some of you are dry because inside of your heart you said, "Ah, you know, that is for other people. For me, as long as I make it to heaven, I'm fine. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You are writing your own destiny. God has given you a blank check of every possibility of every blessing you can ever have. 
Jesus did not suffer for nothing. Look at your neighbor say Jesus did not suffer. Jesus did not suffer so that you can suffer. So that you can suffer. Jesus suffered. Jesus suffered so that he can take upon himself. So that he can take upon himself your suffering your suffering your sickness your sickness your poverty your poverty all those things were put on him all those things were put on him so that you don't have to go through it so that you don't have to go through it you deserved it before you deserved it before that was a just reward for us before that was a just reward for us before but after jesus came but after jesus came died on the cross died on the cross the debt was paid the debt was paid we only deserve good things we only deserve good things because we became children of the most high god because we became children of the most high god hallelujah amen the bible says you satisfy my mouth with good things. You satisfy my mouth with good things. Not my stomach, my mouth. What does it mean? Whatever I say, you bring satisfaction of what I spoke. Today when we pray, I will give you a small principle to change dimensions. Amen. 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 Little, di- little principle that will help you. It will be effective right away. Amen. The question is this. Are you going to pray from the place of man? Or are you going to pray from the place of God? What are you conscious of? Are you conscious of your ability? The moment you're conscious of your ability, you're praying from your fears. The moment you're conscious of his ability... You are praying from the position of power. Amen. The good news is this. When you are praying from the position of power. When you are praying from the position of power. At times you can remember that this is difficult. It's okay. How will this happen? It's okay. Just tell yourself. I don't need to know how it's going to happen. As long as it happens. Amen. 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 I don't know how it's going to happen. As long as it happens, I'm okay with it. If my heart is doubting, you say, hey heart, calm down. The Lord. You know, some of you need to talk to yourself. Because remember, what you have received by the Spirit of God, your heart may be shaken about it. So in those moments, it doesn't mean your faith has died. 
It just means you have been given an opportunity to snap yourself back into what God is doing. Amen. Father, I know you can give me that home. But the price is 20 million. Um, So, silver, gold belongs to God. It may be impossible for us, but it is possible with him. Then you go back, Father, forgive my soul. Amen, amen, come on. He is still learning your ways. Mm, mm. Amen. That's it. Because remember, you are praying because of your spiritual nature. Sometimes your soul will be like, wait, 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 what? You say, Father, one second, please. So, what is your problem? (laughs) Who born you? (laughs) Who sent you? (laughs) Get it together. (laughs) It is not about us, it's about him. Did we choose to be born? No. We are here, right? Yes. So, if we did not choose, and we are here, don't you think he can do the same way too? Then you go back. Your soul is encouraged. You go back in. Father, forgive us for that one second we took off. I know you understand. You know, this looks like a joke, but it's real. David had a whole chapter dedicated to himself, not to God. Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. He's talking to himself. He's not saying, bless the Lord, O my soul. He's he's talking about benefits. Your soul needs to be taught the benefits. Look at your clapping. Maybe I should just speak to my daughter, Maggie Kagech. real sometimes you need to take fasting and prayer not to talk to God to talk to yourself because fasting changes you not God say today humble yourself before believe God look at the benefits until your soul because when you're fasting it's the time your soul is the most humble let me give you an example when you are fasted for a few days Really legitly fasting. Even just with water. After like seven days. After three days you start becoming really humble. (laughs) You really calm. God bless you. Hi, how are you? Everything is so gentle. Seventh day you become a saint. At that moment your soul is so obedient. Because it has completely been subdued. Like completely been subdued. Whatever is spoken, it takes in. You sit down and you say, now listen. We need to get it together. Spirit talking to soul. My guy, you are messing up. Remember when, we, when you were panicking how we were going to 
come out of this situation? Didn't God not come through for us? Amen. Then you think about it, you say, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Wow, actually, that day was like this. Because mm-hmm. the soul loves to talk. The soul is a talker. It loves to go through memory lane. That's why some of you still remember the sins of 1918. At 2 p.m. (laughs) Because that's what the soul is good at. Remembering. Because the soul is only encouraged and strengthened by remembering the acts of God. Your spirit already knows. But your spirit cannot work without your soul. And your soul cannot work without your body. But the body is just a vehicle. He is actually the innocent. Really. Because the desires of man don't come from the body. They come from the soul. That's why when you go to hell, which you will not, Amen. Amen. Huh? <laughs> Which you will not. Amen. But when men go to hell, why doesn't the body go to hell? Only two th- only one thing is punished. The soul. Not the body. The body goes back to dust. The body goes back where it came from. But the soul, straight to the, to the fire. The spirit also doesn't get tormented. It goes back, it becomes part of God again. But the soul, you, trouble. So it means you need to spend more time cultivating your soul. Not having an idea of thinking you're cultivating your soul, but genuinely taking tabs of the progress of your soul. This is a real... You see, I'll I'll use uh, uh, myself and and my son Wes as an example. Me and him next week, we're going to be competing. So we have goals that we had to, to, to achieve, straight up. There's no cheating, you can't go up, down, and you have to progressively get to that goal. There is no way out of it. Not only if you're going to compete, but also if you're actually going to be successful. But just to make it to the competition, there are things that you have to do. Number one, what weight division are you going to be? You have to make weight. You have to make weight. Making weight is one of the most difficult things there is. Very, very difficult. For me, I used it as an opportunity because I wanted to go back to my regular size because I was too happy. (laughs) I had baby fat going on everywhere. So I had to get back (laughs) to my form, you know. Genetically, I'm just a lanky, I'm a toothpick, you know. But... I needed something to motivate me, pretty extreme, but I I did it anyway. So, if you can set goals for your body, I was at 180, my goal was to compete 
at 155 because my working weight is supposed to be between that and 160. So I had to do things seriously for me to drop down to that place. Wes had to do the same and many others are doing the same that are going to be actually successful, right? But you also have a soul that grows, that understands, that matures, that receives wisdom, that receives understanding, but you don't measure how much work you're putting into it. Prayer doesn't necessarily serve your soul because prayer is conversation with God. But haven't you had conversations with people who are not intelligent? Yes. Mm, thank you, the one who laughed. That must have been very recent. <laughs> now, haven't you had conversations with people who are just talking and talking and talking and you're like, huh? Mm. Until you start saying like, wow, mm-hmm, whoa, wow, really? <laughs> Because people are just, you're just like, thank you. Say, but I didn't say, you're welcome, you're welcome. The reason why this happens is, you think just, Father God, do it, Father God. Calm down. Relax. You see, I believe in praying in tongues more than anything. But sometimes also praying in tongues has made people empty. Because you no longer think. Father, let's pray. It's good. But do you know how to navigate tongues enough? When I'm praying, ah, I make sure my soul is completely in place. I'll pray with my understanding. If, I, if I'm already tapped into that place spiritually, I'll go straight. I won't even be on a runway. Because praying with my understanding, I think of it like a runway to get going. So I'll make sure I position myself. But if I am just already in that place, I can just enter into tongues because I already know where I'm going. But many times I love to pray from the place of my humanity because it, it puts a distinction between me and God. I am reminded that I am just dust. It puts me in a position of reliance on him. These are important things. This is why in my own time when I pray, I'm on my knees. That's why I always start my prayer. Yeah. I won't just recap. After that, you just bon thugs and harmony and never. <laughs> God didn't hear anything you said. It's just a lot of noise. I am going to give you two minutes. To talk to yourself and to remind yourself of what God has done for you. Listen, what you tell you yourself in your mind doesn't enter your heart. Your soul needs to hear a voice. Amen. That is why for a child to remember what they read, they say read out loud because that's how it enters your soul. That's good, that's good. If you tell yourself in your mind, it may be your own soul talking to itself. And that is an illusion. It needs to be communicated something that he doesn't want to hear. Did that make sense? Don't just enjoy encouragement from people. You should be your number one cheerleader. So good. In my house, I'm always told, 
you are the only human being that never needs a compliment from somebody. Ah, I'll look in the mirror and say, God, you are deep. <laughs> look at this man. Ah, this is real. They know this. Andrew, is it not true? Yeah, he will tell you it's 100%. Auntie Benz, is it true? It's 100% true. I'll look and say, ah. so even if I come out, you don't say, wow, nice suit. I don't care. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me at all. <laughs> I will look and say, ah. <laughs> Cappuccino. <laughs> and I'm happy deeply. I celebrate myself and I move on. If you were waiting for people to come and tell you, oh, what do you think? Ah, I don't like that. Me, you, if in fact, if you tell me you don't like it, I will wear it. <laughs> that's, that's a, you, you, you come and tell me, I, I don't know about that. That's too much. I said that was the perfect one. So my soul is always pumped up, not in foolishness. Ah, but listen, your taste is not the next person's taste. So sometimes people's suggestions will be good. Nothing wrong with that. Will be cool. Hey, you know, add this on this. Okay, that's cool. But sometimes some of you have no sense of identity at all. So think about if you are confused about what you're putting on. What about inside? More teaching, good. Because if your inner reflection is always brought out by the things you're doing outside. <laughs> Bishop shouted Jesus. <laughs> Bishop Dati, are you okay? You always dress nice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want you to take two minutes. You are going to talk to yourself aggressively. If you need to make a little walk where you are, or uh, since you're in chairs, maybe you can't do that. But do whatever it takes sincerely. Listen, this is very paramount before we go into taking what is ours in God. You see, we are in the fourth month. And number four is the number of creation. It means this month should be a month of access to all those things you couldn't get. Amen. Spiritually, the four faces in you must manifest in this month. The lion must manifest. Yes. The ego must manifest. Yes. Man must manifest. Yes. The ox must manifest. Yes. All these things must be, you should be extra. This is like the boost that can carry you all the way to the end of the year. This one. Amen. Are you ready to talk to yourself? Yes. Father, before they pray, I pray that their subconscious will be opened. That whatever information that is in them that is not by your spirit, 
let it be removed thoughts ideas whatever it may be that is away from you that is not from you let it be completely removed from them lord i pray that as they speak and minister to themselves truly let there be changes that will happen inside genuine changes true changes that when they begin to enter into that realm of god which your servant samuel walked in that no matter what he said it never fell to the ground that they will receive and consistently manifest those virtues let them be indeed true witnesses of your glory and of your power in the mighty name of jesus lift up your voice begin to talk to god thanks for joining us we trust that what you have received today will change your life forever. Please follow us on social media at Prophet Lovi and Revelation Church LA for updates, events, and teachings. If you are interested in connecting with this teaching, head over to ProfitLovi.com or RevelationChurchLA.org and click on Giving. Revelation Church is located in Simi Valley, California and has prophetic service every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday service at 10 a.m. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, Shalom.